Today is the 21st day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Vival. I am Brian. It is truly wonderful to be here with you today. And it is wonderful to be back in the rolling hills of Tennessee from our journey across the world to the land of the Bible and our pilgrimage in the land has concluded for 2023. It is fantastic to be home. We don't feel like this is this is the thing about a journey like that. When you arrive home, your heart is full, but it things look different. Part of it's jet lag. It's just exhaustion from the time change and days and nights being mixed up. Part of it is the whirlwind that we've been on together. And it's just a kind of close-knit community. We, it, It's not like we were together for a couple of weeks. It's like we were together for six months. And so there's that, missing everybody, kind of missing the rhythm of the the journey that we are on. And then we've been on this journey and, and other people that are around us want to hear all about it, but it's hard to put into words so many of the things. Like you can talk about places, and but it, it's hard to put into words certain experiences. And so that just feels a little isolating and takes like a takes me anyway the best part of a week to kind of feel like I've got my feet firmly under me nevertheless it is fantastic to be here now with you around the global campfire and it is fantastic to be home in the rolling hills of Tennessee as we get back into the rhythm of things and the rhythm of the scriptures every day around the global campfire helps with that This is our daily bread. This is our daily rhythm. And so we've come to dive in for the next step. And that next step leads us back into the book of Leviticus. Today, we will read chapters 11 and 12. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Of all the land animals, these are the ones you may use for food. You may eat any animal that has completely split hooves and chews the cud. You may not, however, eat the following animals that have split hooves or that chew the cud, but not both. The camel chews the cud but does not have split hoofs, so it is ceremonially unclean for you. The hyrax chews the cud but does not have split hooves, so it is unclean. The hare chews the cud but does not have split hooves, so it is unclean. The pig has evenly split hooves but does not chew the cud, so it is unclean. You may not eat the meat of those animals or even touch their carcasses. They are ceremonially unclean for you. Of all the marine animals, these are the ones you may use for food. 
You may eat anything from the water if it has both fins and scales, whether taken from salt water or from streams. But you must never eat animals from the sea or from rivers that do not have both fins and scales. They are detestable to you. This applies both to little creatures that live in shallow water and to all creatures that live in deep water. They will always be detestable to you. You must never eat their meat or even touch their dead bodies. Any marine animal that does not have both fins and scales is detestable to you. These are the birds that are detestable to you. You must never eat them. The griffin vulture, the bearded vulture, the black vulture, the kite, falcons of all kinds, ravens of all kinds, the eagle owl, the short-eared owl, the seagull, hawks of all kinds, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the barn owl, the desert owl, the Egyptian vulture, the stork, herons of all kinds, the hoopoe, and the bat. You must not eat winged insects that walk along the ground. They are detestable to you. You may, however, eat winged insects that walk along the ground and have jointed legs so they can jump. The insects you are permitted to eat include all kinds of locusts, bald locusts, crickets, and grasshoppers. All other winged insects that walk along the ground are detestable to you. The following creatures will make you ceremonially unclean. If any of you touch their carcasses, you will be defiled until evening. If you pick up their carcasses, you must wash your clothes, and you will remain defiled until evening. Any animal that has split hooves that are not evenly divided or that does not chew the cud is unclean for you. If you touch the carcasses of such an animal, you will be defiled. Of the animals that walk on all fours, those that have paws are unclean. If you touch the carcass of such an animal, you will be defiled until evening. If you pick up its carcass, you must wash your clothes and you will remain defiled until evening. These animals are unclean for you. Of the small animals that scurry along the ground, these are unclean for you. The mole rat, the rat, large lizards of all kinds, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the common lizard, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. All these small animals are unclean for you. If any of you touch the dead body of such an animal, you will be defiled until evening. If such an animal dies and falls on something, that object will be unclean. This is true whether the object is made of wood, cloth, leather, or burlap. Whatever its use, you must dip it in water, and it will remain defiled until evening. After that, it will be ceremonially clean and may be used again. If such an animal falls into a clay pot, everything in the pot will be defiled, and the pot must be smashed. If the water from such a container spills on any food, the food will be defiled. 
and any beverage in such a container will be defiled. Any object on which the carcass of such an animal falls will be defiled. If it is an oven or hearth, it must be destroyed, for it is defiled, and you must treat it accordingly. However, if the carcass of such an animal falls into a spring or a cistern, the water will still be clean, but anyone who touches the carcass will be defiled. If the carcass falls on seed grain to be planted in the field, the seed will still be considered clean. But if the seed is wet, when the carcass falls on it, the seed will be defiled. If an animal you are permitted to eat dies and you touch its carcass, you will be defiled until evening. If you eat any of its meat or carry away its carcass, you must wash your clothes and you will remain defiled until evening. All small animals that scurry along the ground are detestable and you must never eat them. This includes all animals that slither along on their bellies as well as those with four legs and those with many feet. All such animals that scurry along the ground are detestable and you must never eat them. Do not defile yourselves by touching them. You must not make yourselves ceremonially unclean because of them, for I am the Lord your God. You must consecrate yourselves and be holy because I am holy. So do not defile yourselves with any of these small animals that scurry along the ground. For I, the Lord, am the one who brought you up from the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. Therefore you must be holy, because I am holy. These are the instructions regarding land animals birds, marine creatures, and animals that scurry along the ground. By these instructions you will know what is unclean and clean, and which animals may be eaten and which may not be eaten. The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If a woman becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son, she will be ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. On the eighth day, the boy's foreskin must be circumcised. After waiting 33 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of childbirth. During this time of purification, she must not touch anything that is set apart as holy and she must not enter the sanctuary until her time of purification is over. If a woman gives birth to a daughter, she will be ceremonially unclean for two weeks, just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. After waiting 66 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of childbirth. When the time of purification is completed for either a son or a daughter, the woman must bring a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a purification offering. She must bring her offerings to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will then present them to the Lord to purify her. Then she will be ceremonially clean again after her bleeding at childbirth.
These are the instructions for a woman after the birth of a son or a daughter. If a woman cannot afford to bring a lamb, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One will be for the burnt offering and the other for the purification offering. The priest will sacrifice them to purify her and she will be ceremonially clean. Mark 5, 21-43 Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. My little daughter is dying, he said. Please, come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him, and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, Look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. And the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. While he was still speaking to her, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, Your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just have faith. And Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. He went inside and asked, Why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him. But he made them all leave, and he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talita, kum, which means, little girl, get up. And the girl, who was 12 years old, immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened 
and then he told them to give her something to eat. Psalm 38 A Psalm of David asking God to remember him. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Your arrows have struck deep and your blows are crushing me. Because of your anger, my whole body is sick. My health is broken because of my sins. My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and stink because of my foolish sins. I am bent over and racked with pain. All day long I walk around filled with grief. A raging fever burns within me and my health is broken. I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. My heart beats wildly. My strength fails and I am going blind. My loved ones and friends stay away, fearing my disease. Even my own family stands at a distance. Meanwhile, my enemies lay traps to kill me. Those who wish me harm make plans to ruin me. All day long they plan their treachery. But I am deaf to all their threats. I am silent before them as one who cannot speak. I choose to hear nothing, and I make no reply. For I am waiting for you, O Lord. You must answer for me, O Lord, my God. I prayed, don't let my enemies gloat over me or rejoice at my downfall. I am on the verge of collapse, facing constant pain, but I confess my sins. I am deeply sorry for what I have done. I have many aggressive enemies. They hate me without reason. They repay me evil for good and oppose me for pursuing good. Do not abandon me, O Lord. Do not stand at a distance, my God. Come quickly to help me, O Lord, my Savior. Proverbs 10, 8 and 9 The wise are glad to be instructed, but babbling fools fall flat on their faces. People with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. Okay, in the Gospel of Mark today, we encounter some just beautiful stories about Jesus today. So yesterday, Jesus had gone to the other side of the lake, right? We we're talking about the northeastern shore of the Sea of Galilee and the man who was demon-possessed and the herd of pigs and all of this. We talked about that. And so then as we began today, Jesus got back into the boat and went back to the other side of the lake. 
and there were people waiting for him. And uh, Jairus, a local synagogue leader, came to Jesus, not with you know, questions about what, what, who gives him the authority to do the things that he's doing. He comes because he's in desperate life or death need. And he's falling before Jesus. My daughter, my daughter, if you touch her, she could live. Come heal her. And so Jesus is going with him. And he, like, that's what Jesus' mission is, is to go to Jairus' house. But the whole mission kind of gets hijacked because there's a woman in the crowd. So there's this little daughter who's dying. And then there's this woman who's been suffering for 12 years. It's so beautiful to watch Jesus just navigate all of this. She decides that Jesus is a healer, at minimum, a healer, like a prophet, maybe the son of the most high God. Like he's somebody that may be able to set her free. And she thinks that if I could just get close enough just to reach out and touch the hem, the hem. Like not to grab him around the waist or anything like that, just to reach and touch the hem of his garment and that she would be healed. And she does get close enough and she does reach out in faith and she does touch his robe and she is healed. And Jesus knows it. And he's looking around for who may have touched him. And of course the disciples are like, everybody's touching you. What are you talking about? How can you possibly know like what individual, all kinds of people are touching you and jostling around? There's a crowd here. But Jesus knows like somebody specifically reached out in faith and he felt the connection and he's looking for that person. And the woman knows it's her and it's a dangerous moment actually for her. This is a moment that could get her in really big trouble. Think about it for a second. Let's go back to Leviticus. We were reading today in Leviticus about pleading and uncleanness and times of purification for when cleanliness or cleanness returns. This woman has lived unclean for 12 straight years. By the law that governs the people, the Hebrew people, she has been ritually impure this whole time. Anybody that she touches becomes unclean. You don't just go make a rabbi unclean. They had all, they know the Pharisees, like they know the position, they know the rules. You don't just go make a rabbi unclean on purpose. Like that can be, that can be trouble, big trouble. It could be big trouble. But she's determining in herself, if I reach out and touch him, I will be made clean. I will be made whole. It's a big risk. It's a big step of faith. And she reaches out and she is made whole. And Jesus wants to know who did it. And that's this moment where she's starting to freak out. 
because it's been discovered what she did and the outcome could be bad she could be she she could be humiliated at the minimum and so she's very afraid the gospel of mark says the frightened woman trembling at the realization of what had happened to her came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done right so she's there on her knees before him telling him it was me it was me expecting maybe a rebuke like how dare you kind of thing and that's just not Jesus that's just not the kind of person he is he looked for her so he could tell her something like he stopped the whole ordeal of going to Jairus's house while the daughter is dying he looks for this woman to tell her something and it's beautiful daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over it's beautiful but it has delayed Jesus on his way to Jairus's house and in the interim word does come to Jairus that his little girl died and there's no need to bother Jesus anymore like this gives us an opportunity to kind of put ourselves into the different positions because we can understand the bleeding woman we can understand her leap of faith we can understand that it was a risk but if I'm Jairus and I saw this happening I I would be like okay this is great but my daughter's dying but then to get word that your daughter died while Jesus was healing somebody else I would probably be like why today of all days did you have to decide you're going to step into this thing and touch the hem of his garment like my daughter died while you were being healed it's this that Jesus can see all this going on and he's like don't be afraid don't be afraid Jairus have faith and so they continue on to Jairus's house where mourners are mourning the village has come around people are wailing and screaming this is the sign of grief in the area to let everybody know that tragedy has fallen that loss is upon them and so there's wailing and singing and lamenting and crying and all of this stuff is going on and Jesus steps into that into all of that and says she's not dead she's asleep and they laugh at him but the joke is on the mourners because she was raised back to health and given back Jesus heals a little girl and a woman today and the way that he behaves toward both it's just beautiful little girl get up talita kum get up and she does the way that he behaves today is beautiful to me let's carry these stories around with us today they are beautiful depictions of what jesus was like which means they are beautiful depictions of what god is like toward us what a relief and jesus 
you are beautiful. And in your life, you modeled a human way of being in this world that all of us are supposed to be. This is what humanity is supposed to look like. And you have given us a clear picture of that, a model for it. And we realize that we cannot attain it without the transformation of our hearts from within. And we can't do that. You can. And so we open ourselves to your beauty today. We open ourselves to your compassion, to your kindness. We open ourselves to certainly receive these things from you. We're never going to turn away your kindness and compassion. But we are praying that you give us your kindness and patience and compassion, that it might spill out of us from you into the world, into the lives of those that we love, into the lives of those that we know, into the lives of those we don't know into the world. May we show the world what you are like through our very lives, the witness of our lives, not just our lip service, not just what we say, but by the witness of our lives, may we be like you, revealing what you are like. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is where you can find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app does that as well. Uh, it puts it right in the palm of your hand. So just search for Daily Audio Bible at the app store that works for your device and you should find it. Download the app. It's free. And it is the best experience of kind of keeping track of things and being able to take notes and moving through the scriptures together day by day and step by step. So check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if this mission to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and given freely to anyone who will listen anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night, and to build community around that rhythm, what we lovingly call the global campfire. If that is life-giving to you, then thank you humbly and deeply for your partnership. We wouldn't be able to be here if we couldn't be here together. There would be no point, but we are here together. And so thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877 942 4253 and that's it for today I'm Brian
I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Jet lagged as I might be, I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Good morning, Dab family. My name is Bea from Washington State. This is Tuesday, February 14th. I'm a first time caller. Um, just wanted uh, to let you all know that I've joined DAP this year thanks to my wonderful friend Christine to share the app with me. I am so grateful she did. It's been a big help. Um, I'm playing catch up since I barely got it a couple of weeks ago. But I'm calling to request prayer for my mama. Her name is Maria. She's 80 and she's complaining of a lot of left leg pain from her hip down to her feet to her left foot. So please pray for my mama. I don't like to see her in so much pain. She's a very active person. And I just pray that God heals her totally and completely. Thank you for your prayers in advance. They're much appreciated. Love you all and thank you, Brian, for the wonderful work that you're doing. May God continue to give you wisdom. Amen. This is from Junk to Treasure, and I have a prayer request for myself. I feel like I have been placed into like a big Roman Colosseum, and I look around for an escape, and there's no doors to where you could escape. They've been seeming it over. And all of the villains from all of the movies that you see are all placed in this coliseum with me and lions and the devil with a pitchfork dipped in poison and relentlessly being attacked by them over and over in my finances in the problems with my home with health issues that i'm dealing with and I cannot get one problem solved before there's 12 more. And just when I think that there just can't be anything else right now, go wrong while I'm st still trying to deal with the four million of them from years upon years of going through this same struggle is just overwhelming to me. And the more I pray, the more the problems come. And then I've got my two oldest grandsons that are making some idiotic choices and some crazy things happening with them. My daughter is going through a horrendous time right now with things that her husband is, is doing that is just ridiculous in many different ways. So I, I need... I need prayers. Thank you, family. Well, February 14, Valentine's Day. Brian, what you were sharing about the Holy Land just made me fall in love with Jesus over and over and over again. And just imagining when he walked down the Via Dolorosa to die on the cross for me, probably the place where he resurrected. Um, the way you share things just 
Make me feel the presence of God here in my home. You know, just thinking about that you guys are in the same place where Jesus walked, where he laughed, where he cried, where he made so many uh, miracles. <laughs> that that's just that's just amazing. Thank you for sharing. I feel like I was there. My tears will come out because I can imagine you guys being in that same place where Jesus is, where Jesus walked. That's amazing. And wow, the silence on the boat at the Sea of Galilee, when you guys were worshiping or singing, um, I, I felt like if I was there with you guys in spirit, wow, it was just beautiful. Thank you for sharing everything you share. Uh, take care and we'll continue to pray for you guys um, as you prepare to come back home. Um, God bless you and Debbers, I have you in my mind. I have you in my in my prayers. Every time someone calls in to rejoice or ask for prayer, I'm here praying for you guys. I love you guys. Uh, I love you so much. You guys are special. Minita from Lombard, Illinois. God bless. Good morning, Debbers. It's February 15th. This is Donna from Pennsylvania with a new name for 2023. The Lord is my strength and my song. And I am just rejoicing in the Lord today. I'm praising God for some for the healing he's been working in my body little by little, day by day. I am thanking God for Brian and his wonderful commentary on the Holy Land because the odds are that I will never get there. So it is fantastic to hear his words. Um, thank you to the dabbers who pray, who call in to pray with encouragement and have lifted me up. Uh, and I'm, I am praying for those in need of encouragement, for Webster who just is praying and praying and just doesn't feel it and doesn't know whether he believes for the gentleman whose wife is undergoing spine surgery and he just doesn't know how he's gonna get through that, um, for the woman whose husband walked out after 31 years, and for the woman who called, I think yesterday, who is single, who's calling, praying for the single people in the church. And I've been married, it'll be almost 30 years in May, but I was single a long time before that. So I know what that is. Um, and Lord, so Lord, I ask that you would lift up the hearts of those who call upon you. You promise to wipe away every tear in your time, but I would also pray that in the meantime, you would make your presence known and lift the hearts of those who are downcast. And I just give thanks to you. I ask for your prayers. I love all the dabbers and Brian and Jill and everyone. In Jesus' holy name, praise God, amen. Good morning. This is Mandy calling from Ireland. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, and it's 7.30 in the morning. This is a message for Tracy. I have just heard your prayer uh, request today after the readings. And you asked for prayer for your husband who has left you after 31 years. Tracy, I pray that the Lord will comfort you and support you. And I pray that the Lord would 
fill you with his peace and joy and that you'll be able to work this out together. Amen.